Hello everyone and welcome to the Cosmic Closet Podcast. I am your host Blaine and joining me we have Casey and Eric from Kitchen Sink Microscopy. Is that what it was or did I just mess that up? Oh yeah, that's it. Okay, yep. there we go. We have okay. So Casey, you're here. Yeah, and then hey, we have hey. we have Eric. Yep, <clears throat> I'm here. So the the real question that I have first off is, what's what's with the name? How did you guys come up with this name? It's kind of unique, and your logo's unique. You have a sink full of books. I, I saw a gun, um, an obviously microscope. <laughs> what's what's behind the name? <laughs> well, um, we were having uh, a number. of of Facebook discussions about a variety of different topics, getting into all kinds of debates with people. And we were like, why are we wasting our efforts on Facebook when mm-hmm. we could just put this stuff on YouTube? And because we talk about like everything, you know, you've heard the the expression, everything but the kitchen sink. Well, right. we just figured, well, we'll talk about the kitchen sink too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my microscopy is basically just putting everything under the microscope. Um, so that's where it came from. I, I like that. And you kind of, you don't really limit yourself to one field. It seems like you guys talked about a, a wide a range of topics. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, it was a little something for everyone. And you, correct me if I'm wrong, you've only stuck to really video, right? You started out with video, like you haven't done audio only. It's been straight videos. Correct. That's that's yep. a bold move. And, and I've heard there's been great success, especially on YouTube, uh, video podcasts are kind of booming right now. I don't know if you guys was that like a strategy, like you, or did you just think video? Uh, I, you know, I've watched or I've listened to a lot of audio podcasts, and I thought maybe since some of our our videos are or our conversations are rather long, it would be more entertaining to have some video so people could see us actually conversing. Um, so that was, I think, the executive decision to to go with video. <laughs> so when did you guys? kind of get started how long have you guys been on there oh uh just just a couple months now um i mean we we've been casey and i have been having conversations about Mm -hmm. all manners of things for probably like a decade or more but 20 years probably yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of how we got started here we just were talking about stuff and we're like well why don't we just start a podcast and just see if we can record these conversations even if no one listens to we might as well just see how it goes yeah that's a great idea it, it ends up yielding some pretty interesting stuff so yeah and you'd be surprised i mean you think that you have a small topic or no one would listen to you but i mean maybe it's just podcasts in general but you can easily build an audience and even if it's a small audience there's people that follow what you say and it's kind of it's it's nice to have a build a community around that and people give feedback and and i know you guys just got started but i looked at your youtube and you're already at 50 subscribers yeah yeah, and it's really cool connecting with people we don't know face to face, and yeah, it's so. Uh, well, I mean, the the other thing that we really enjoy is uh, you know we've been writing music for decades as well, and now we have a place to showcase it. Mm-hmm. So we've got you know what thousands of songs. So like yeah. we're we're pretty much never gonna run out of uh, <laughs> original tunes That's to put at the nice. end of the episode, and and uh, and and meeting new people through this platform. We, we just interviewed a, a gentleman in Georgia. We're in Washington state. And uh, he uh, came on the show to talk about racism. We're, we're releasing that one on August 8th mm-hmm. and, or, or 9th, what, whatever the Friday is. And uh, he uh, 
wrapped over one of our songs. So that's going to be a really cool collaborative feature on that episode that we're really stoked about. <laughs> yeah, that that it's kind of crazy the kinds of people that'll come on to a podcast. That's kind of what me and Jacob have learned is that anyone is willing to hear themselves talk and they love an audience. <laughs> so no matter how like we we were getting CEOs and stuff onto our show when we had like 15 YouTube subscribers just cuz they wanted to come on and promote. Um, nice. <laughs> well, and it's just that's I think that's just how the world is with as far as the podcasting. I mean, podcasting is just another form of advertisement to them, and so you can get anyone on as long as you know don't mess up a pitch, a simple pitch. But um, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll you'll I'm sure you guys have met some odd characters. We've had flat earthers on, we've had anti vaxxers on. Um, that's that's <laughs> something we're gonna uh, yeah we'd love to interview those same people so uh, yeah you'll probably see the same very same <laughs> right. thing on our channel well and i was gonna ask that was actually my next question i've seen you guys done you've, you've linked it on the on our tweet uh some of your conspiracy episodes what kind of made you guys lean towards that is it just kind of an interest to you guys or well I, I don't, you know casey's probably a little bit less interested in that particular topic but i i am Mm -hmm. um it's kind of a big thing for me i my dad was really really into conspiracy theories and everything so he kind of imbued me with that same sort of uh fascination with it and you know so i've I've investigated it for my entire life and so to this day i I actually uh grew up listening to coast to coast with art bell and and I was really fascinated by that stuff. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my adult years, I became more of a skeptic. But it's still fun for me to entertain these things and and give them kind of like a critical eye. But, uh, you know, I think that lends a, a certain, um, you know, like, a, well, another side of the fence right. for, for the topic. So it's, it's a really good uh, balance that we bring to each conspiracy theory because eric's kind of an enthusiast on on the side of well i i'm skeptical of you know the government or right. whatever it, it is that's involved and and i'm like yeah but you know look at the, the the facts that we have available to us and and it and it's a really good balance i think i think that's good and, and like you said it's good to see the other side of the fence uh, when we talk about all these conspiracies i, I would say on our channel 98 percent we don't believe in obviously we can't we're not we're not wearing tinfoil hats, but um, mm-hmm. it's nice to see, and it's also it's honestly just entertaining. I mean, because some of it is like, oh, that could be true, but you know, it's not true. But you see where they kind of go down this rabbit hole, and it is just entertaining to look this stuff up online. We probably do about two hours of research at the minimum just to kind of get a basis for everything. But I mean, it's just wow. crazy what people come up with. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a conspiracy for everything. Um, there totally so, is, yeah, and and, and that that's my my angle on it is, uh, yeah, I'm com- very very skeptical of a lot of things. I mean, most of the conspiracies are are pretty un unlikely, but there are a few that the likelihood increases. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's some that are definite. So throughout history, there have definitely been some actual conspiracies, right. um, and so with that, it's sort of like you said, it's kind of it's it's entertaining to to kind of go down and investigate those things and, and maybe think about them and uh, whether it's fiction or not, it's it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, 
and and we really don't get too big into debates. I mean, me and Jacob, it's kind of like you guys. I, I kind of stick to the facts, and he likes to entertain. He, he thinks that the pyramids were built by the aliens and stuff like that. So he, <laughs> it's a good dynamic that we have. But when we have... When we have on anti-vaxxers and flat earthers, we, we try to let them have somewhat of a stage, but we also play devil's advocate at the same time. We're like, all right, well, you know, let, let's look at the facts here. You know, what would you say to this or what would you say to this stat? We don't give someone just a grand stage to come onto the show and preach. We try to find that nice yeah. balance. So I think Yeah, there should always you know, be balance, yeah. Yeah, you don't want it to be an echo chamber, of course. And I, and I wanted to – I was wondering kind of – what kind of guests were you guys looking into as far as are you guys going to take guests from all over or are you sticking to just like, are you going to ever narrow your topic, I guess, for your show or are you going to stick to kind of the whole kitchen sink idea, all kinds of uh, topics? Yeah, it's pr- pretty much going to be almost anything. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that, that we're coming from, uh, the, one of the angles we want to uh, go towards with our channel is to, to take these sort of disparate groups that maybe are, in conflict with each other and interview them and, and get their side of the story without a lot of conflict mm. um, and maybe expose people to things they, they haven't thought about before and realize that these people are people that mm-hmm. have different views than them. And uh, yeah, just show people that they don't have to resort to violence <laughs> right. when, when they disagree. I, I, I think that's something that's, really important especially now so that's one yeah. of the things we're yeah we we're hoping to get some uh pretty interesting guests on the show um i've got feelers out but you know like like mm-hmm. you've said uh, we're, we're just starting out like we're just barely three months a little over three months into it and, that's great uh, i mean you guys already have 50 subscribers that's incredible i think that was more than what yeah. we were at yeah we, we try to we try to be pretty consistent um you know we we did our research. Uh, we've been business owners before, so we came at it with a very um, professional approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wanted to have everything just right, and so y- you'll you'll kind of notice. Not I'm tooting our own horn here, but <laughs> you'll, you'll kind of notice that that our our quality from episode one to where we are now, like almost 25 episodes in, is is pretty much the same. Like we we haven't been like. Oh, you know what? We got to tweak this one oh, thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Don't listen to our first episode. We sounded horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric loves to point out that Joe Rogan's first episode was complete and utter crap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's natural. Maybe, I mean, yeah, but you said you came in it from the, you already had the mindset of a business. You knew that there was quality. If you put quality in, you're going to get quality back. So mm-hmm. that's simple. Good, good tips. And um, I wanted to ask you guys to kind of, shift gears into more of what our show looks at when you were growing up i don't know if you guys came from the same town or not but was there like a local legend in your town or a local kind of ghost house haunted house uh, yeah uh there were a few um you know they, like there was there was a house like kitty corner to mine that was rumored to be haunted and uh i worked in a restaurant uh, many many oh. lives ago, Ooh. that was uh, famously haunted. Oh, man. Uh, and and uh, the the skeptic that I am, I can't deny this one weird thing I saw while working at that restaurant. Oh, I was uh, I was I was on the line. It was a busy Friday or Saturday night. You know, I'm I'm cooking and there's hustle and bustle and people are running around and this 
this was an old old mansion that was converted to a restaurant Mm -hmm. so um there was a closet in the kitchen uh that they had converted into a bus station so there was uh slanted racks that held uh water glasses oh okay in, in, a, in a rack and i was uh standing there watching uh watching the line people uh coming and going it was craziness a madhouse no one's near this closet all of a sudden the entire rack of glasses flies out several feet into the middle of the kitchen oh my and God. busts all over the floor oh my <laughs> like, God. like like it was like shoved like it didn't fall straight down it kind of moved a little yeah bit it out. went out and and it was a closet like there was no one oh near it there was no God. one in it and uh yeah they would they would regularly take customers up into the attic for a tour because it was rumored that that's where most of the paranormal activity was taking place oh i'm sure that was good for business yeah (laughs) bring in some tourists i mean it's i bet they actually liked the fact that it was haunted (laughs) so tell me if you had one in your town eric well there was a house near my house that was rumored to be haunted um there was a an old kind of antiquated mansion mm-hmm. sort of house that that, was, that had this old lady that lived in it by the name of Brunhilde. Um, was actually her name. And, <laughs> of course it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and she uh, was pretty reclusive and everything. And, uh, you know, all the kids in the neighborhood thought that she was some kind of witch or something like that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it, it was... I don't know how I feel about it. I, I thought I actually think she was probably like a, just a sweet old lady. Um, but I do remember one time uh, it was Halloween. My dad, my brother and I were walking to this nearby house that they rigged everything up as a haunted house. Mm. And we're, we're walking. It's all nighttime. We're coming up the hill and stuff. And out of the shadows, she just emerges. And we were like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> and she says, Hey kids, do you want some apples? And has these apples in her hands, and puts them in our our uh, little treat bags. And my dad, of course, as soon as we got out of the earshot, my dad says, "Throw those away." Uh, <laughs> Checking but, for razor blades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, that that was that. That's kind of the the only thing like local to me. Um, you know, I know what Casey's talking about the the restaurant because mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of in the same vicinity. Um, but I, I did actually have kind of a, a very unusual experience with ghosts okay. uh, as a kid. Um, so this is probably in, when I was in middle school. So we're talking like the late eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, and my friends and I, like we all went to one of our friends' houses for, for a sleepover as you do when you're a kid. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, we were watching a bunch of movies. I think we watched Little Shop of Horrors or something like that. And uh, so it's <laughs> it's getting really late, and we're all kind of hanging out in the living room, goofing off and stuff. And my friend sits up and he goes, "What? What's that?" And he points out the window, and there's we we all rush to the window, and there's this thing like a, a glowing form, like a oh my kind of humanoid looking form 
underneath the streetlight down down the road. So at the end of the block, there's this thing, and we were kind of staring at it, like, "What? What is that?" <laughs> and my friends, one of my friends, is totally freaking out and shaking and getting all nuts and stuff. And we're like, "Oh my god, we got to turn the lights on and everything." We turned all these lights on in the house as if that would do anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, we I, we watched it and it started kind of dancing around it was really weird because it it was formless but it 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 was like almost like a vapor made of light yeah it was really strange now this is the thing i'm not a person who's prone to hallucination (laughs) right uh so i've seen very few unusual things and this is one of them well and the fact Uh, that you all saw it too at the same time yeah Oh, we did. The the friend that was shaking and freaking out, he was he was out of his mind at that point. He was like, "I want to go home." Um, but but we watched it, and it, it was kind of this is this is pretty late, so it was summertime. It was I don't know, probably like four in the morning or mm-hmm. something like that when we first saw it. But we watched it, and we were kind of speculating as to what it was, and eventually, kind of you know, the light the sun started to come up a bit and it got a little bit light and that thing just disappeared it kind of just faded oh my god and then we saw this really weird guy walking down the street after that and he came down the the road and stopped in front of the house and we were all of course just like six of us or something staring out the window with our jaws open like whoa and this guy (laughs) stops and he looks at us and then he starts he just walks away what and yeah, it was. It's like some Stranger uh, Things. It's like a Stranger Things episode. Yeah, it was a really <laughs> weird experience. I, to this day, I have no idea what that was, but it's a very strong memory. Something very similar happened to where close to where we live. There was it was actually New Year's Eve, uh, late in the night, and there was we were driving all together in a car, and there was this old lady walking down the middle of the road, and we had to like what? swerve to get around her, and we turned around, went back, and she was like. There were police there. They were pointing their guns at her. She was getting handcuffed. Like we didn't, we didn't. It was way out in the middle. We were surrounded by cornfields. Like it's just some stuff happens in the middle of the night that you just can't even explain. <laughs> like, <laughs> this old lady was just walking down this country road. No lights. No street lights anywhere. Could have easily Weird. been hit, but it was just freaky. Absolutely freaking terrifying. Man, <laughs> but um, as far wow. as uh, local legends and then urban legends. I just read a report this morning, and I'm only bringing it up because in the, from what we've learned in the urban legend field, you hardly ever get fresh news. <laughs> but there was a guy in Kentucky, uh, I guess last night or two nights ago, that was camping at Mammoth Cave, and he grabbed a gun with his girlfriend because he thought someone was outside the cabin. Uh, they ran to the edge of the woods, and he fired two or three shots according to this news report and he said it was bigfoot so now there's like a full huh. investigation in mammoth caves uh national park looking for wow. bigfoot Dang, uh they don't know what he shot at he claims it's bigfoot obviously there's no cameras or anything um, well yeah but it's oh, kind of crazy speaking of bigfoot and and this is local to my area uh-huh. um there because there's a lot of stories around here in washington state right my dad told me a story of when he was, uh, he was probably like in his thirties or something like that. And he and his brother went to, uh, I think they, they drove to Mount Rainier. Mm. It's a national park in the area. And so it was a really foggy night. 
and they're driving along and it, it they're trying to get up to the the lodge that's up there and of course it keeps getting foggier and foggier and foggier so my dad gets on the hood of the car he's looking out there basically guiding his brother and they're driving up this this hill it was really rustic at the time now it's of course a lot more developed but at the time it was very dangerous so one false move and you're you're off the cliff and you're dead oh man so he's guiding his brother up the hill and um he sees like this light kind of down the hill obscured by the fog a bit and he's like wait wait stop you know because he's thinking a car went oh, off right the, the edge it's this red light down the hill and so he gets off the hood and looks down there and he sees what he thinks are, are taillights down the hill and then he sees this form coming up the hill towards them. Oh, and God. at the, at that point he realizes the form is way taller than normal, normal person. And, and he, he swears it was some kind of like Sasquatch or something like that. And he, he just jumps in the car. He's like, let's get out of here. Oh, and and they, they bugged out. But, yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. That's mm-hmm. horrifying. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, there, there certainly are. You know, so I'm a biologist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there certainly are new species being discovered all the time. Um, something that big, it, it seems odd that they wouldn't, you know, be uh, seen more often mm-hmm. uh, or, or a more of a commonplace occurrence, you know. But uh, there are some, definitely some strange animal occurrences. Um, like in our area, we've got a particularly deep bay that's rumored to have a, a giant squid in it. <laughs> um, I, I had a buddy in the Navy that was in a submarine out in that bay, and he said they heard the weirdest sounds on sonar. Really? Uh, yeah. And I had a weird run-in with a, a pretty common animal, actually, uh, a crow. <laughs> hmm. To... to uh, <laughs> it, it, okay, so I was I was a cook. This was like my first job, mm-hmm. and uh, I I was the opener. So I, I I back into a parking spot next to the back porch, right? And I look over, and there's a crow just sitting on the back porch. And I was like, oh, okay, well, whatever. He'll he'll just fly away when I get out of, get out of my van. I get out of my van. He he just sits there and looks at me. I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. He's he's a tough crow. Uh, so I go to the front door and I let myself in and I turn off the alarm and I start getting things ready and, uh, I break down a box and I go to throw it out on the back porch and I open the door and the crow's still there. And I was like, Oh, well, I'll certainly be scared when I toss this box over next to him, toss the box. He kind of looks at it. He looks back at me. doesn't move. I was like, okay, this is a really (laughs) tough crow, but whatever. So I shut the door. I lock it again because you know, I'm there alone and whatever. I start, uh, you know, prepping some salad. So I, I grab a knife. I'm chopping up salad, and I, I stop. I, I put the knife down. And I'm like, I'm just curious if that crow is still there. And I walk over to the back door, and, there, and it had a peephole. And I look through the peephole, and the crow is staring up at the peephole. No way. Yeah, and I was like, this is starting <laughs> to get a little creepy. <laughs> so I go back to uh chopping up uh the salad and uh, a couple moments later 
there's a knock at the door. And I'm like, tell me this crow isn't knocking <laughs> on the door. And I go and I look out the peephole and the crow's gone and there's a UPS guy. I didn't hear a truck pull up, but whatever. I open the door. I accept the package. I shut the door and I lock it. I put the package on my boss's desk. I'm like, you know what? I didn't hear a truck drive off either. So I go back to the peephole. Guess who's back? The crow <laughs> staring at the peephole. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this crow is really creeping me out. Did he just shapeshift into a UPS driver and <laughs> give me some suspicious package? Like now I'm worried about what's in the package. Other crows. I'm worried that this crow can change shape. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I need to calm down. Maybe I had too many drinks last night. <laughs> I go back to, to uh, chop up the salad. My knife is gone. <laughs> what? And at this point, I am freaking out. There's another knock at the door. And I was like, what now? It's like a dream. It's like a bad dream. Yeah, I'm telling you. And and I go to the peephole, and I look out, and it's the opening waitress. And she's standing really close to the door, looking over her shoulder at this crow, kind of freaked out. I opened the door. I grabbed her and pulled her in, shut it, and locked it. I was like, that crow's creeping me out. And she was like, yeah, it's creeping me out, too. I was like... You have no idea, though. And I told her what happened, and she was, you know, she believed me because it, it just had like this creepy vibe to it. Oh, well, so, yeah. And crows are notorious for bad luck. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're super smart, too. So, uh, anyway, the, the day goes on and it, it kind of disappears, and people come and go and they eat, and more people come into work. And when my boss showed up, I told him about it. And he was like, What kind of drugs are you taking? <laughs> It's like, I don't do drugs, man. I'm telling you, this happened. And and the waitress saw it too. And he, he just wouldn't believe me. That's so I was working. In. Yeah, I was I was working a split shift that day. So uh I I got to leave in the early afternoon and I go out to my van and the, the crow isn't there. I was like, okay, cool. And I, I get in my van, I, I happen to look up as I'm getting in, and there's uh whole family of crows like circling directly above my van and i was like oh okay i'm out of here oh, no. <laughs> i hated terrifying. crows for years after that <laughs> i would still hate them that's terrifying they are <laughs> disgusting birds <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know if i could top that i really don't have it's kind of ironic i do a show like this i don't really have too many stories like that at all uh, i got it Eric's got one to top that for uh, as far as like a weird animal. I think you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, the one in the street. Oh, I know. I was thinking the gulch. Oh, that, well, okay, <laughs> yeah. So I have two. <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot of a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, so, well, I'll start with the the, the animal in the street. Um, uh, this was probably oh man, uh, 2011. Um, this is back when I was a smoker um, and my girlfriend and I were out in the front yard having a cigarette mm. and uh, it was really, really late at night. And uh, she just out of the blue looked over and she's like, what's that? And I was like, well, what are you talking about? And she goes, no, 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 come here and look. And we, we walked down towards the street and there's this kind of this form like a uh, a dog shaped thing in the street, probably about two blocks away, under the street light, 
and everything happens under the street light. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. <laughs> and and you know, we're looking at it and and kind of wondering what it is. Is it a fox or a dog or a coyote or I mean it could be anything. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of walking across the street and then it stops and then it sits down. And then all of a sudden it stands up on two legs. Oh my god, that's literally like yeah. my biggest fear. <laughs> oh, oh that moment I was so scared. We were we, we were like, let's get we're we're going back into the house. That <laughs> is actually terrifying. Me and my friends joke all the time what we like what we would do if we looked out and saw a dog on its hind legs. That's like yeah. one of our worst fears. It's just creepy <laughs> to see. Yeah, as soon as it stood up, I was like, No, no, we're out of here. Uh, <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah, it totally what, what, was. What time was it? Do you think? Oh, it was probably like two in the morning or something oh, like God. that. Oh no! Yeah, it, it was really late. <laughs> oh, no. um, the thing that Casey's referring to um, was something that I, I, I think it was probably about in the nineties. Um, this is something that went on for a few days, um, late at night. I mean, I had trouble sleeping all my life, uh, waking up at strange hours with the feeling I'm being watched and all this stuff. I mean, it, yeah, that's oh. that's its own story. Yeah. Um, but it, the, the, there was a, a probably about a week long period where I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would hear this screaming. So, so uh, well, I got I got to preface this that uh, the house I was living in. It borders uh, a gulch, so there's a bunch of trees and a, a ravine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's deer and all kinds of animals running around there, so it's kind of, it's, it's a little bit wild. Um, but I, I woke up in the middle of the night for for this period of time, and there was this screaming sound. and And I've tried to recreate it. I, I actually one night I I brought a microphone and set it to the window and recorded it. And I've since lost the cassette Ah. tape of that. Um, Sadly, because it was the most unreal alien sort of screaming sound you've ever heard. And it it, bone chilling. Oh God. Um, And, but it was this screaming coming from down in the gulch. And yeah, I, I I don't like for multiple nights. It did this around the same time or just random. Yeah, it was a, it was probably about a week, Jeez. and it and you know I've I've looked up different animals and their their uh, the sounds they make and things right. like that, and I, I haven't found anything quite like this sound. It's sort of like uh, the like a a, a hawk and a, a human and a dragon sort of alien sound all blended together. It, it gets just. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard that rabbits have a pretty gnarly death rattle, but <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I, I mean, and it could well have been a rabbit, maybe, but for a week. Yeah, and when <laughs> when you recreated it, um, you using synthesizers and stuff, like that noise chilled my blood. Oh, I was god. like, whoa. <laughs> maybe it was like a I was walking I on hind legs. <laughs> It could be, yeah. Maybe it's a werewolf. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. 
I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can't believe you didn't share that hind leg story first. That's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> it's either <laughs> a dog. So stories, though. It's either a dog that can walk on its back hind legs, which is terrifying in itself, or it's an actual creature. I don't yeah. know what's worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and the thing is, I'm, I'm like a pretty skeptical, like a, right. a fairly grounded person. Um, but. I've seen a lot of stuff. That that uh, oof, those might be the scariest stories we've heard on this show from our guests. And we had a psychic and a demonologist on, so that's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> good. Do uh, you want me to go into? Do you want me to tell you about my alien experience? Jeez, you just experience yeah. everything. Might as well you could have you on for every episode. Just tell us one each episode. Yeah, I want to hear it, of course. Well, Casey has his own story, so you, you might actually want to hear that. Um, mine, uh, so... Yours is way creepier than mine. <laughs> yeah, this is probably like 1996, I, I, I think. Um, and I had a clock radio next to my bed that, that I would listen to. I would listen to classical music or something to mm-hmm. fall asleep to. And so that, that's integral to the story. Um, but I, uh, so I would have these weird experiences. This is probably went on for about a month where I would wake up in the middle of the night and I, and I'd have this feeling like somebody's watching me, you know, that, that sort of feeling like there's somebody in the shadows or somebody behind you. Right. Um, I, I would feel like somebody <laughs> <watching> me. <laughs> and this this went on for quite a while, and I had some really bizarre dreams at the time. And I, I I could go into that about like some of the weird machines I've seen and uh, objects and stuff that changed my life actually. Um, but that that's its own story. Um, this <laughs> a whole this point write a book. <laughs> This this particular uh, it, so so I'll just talk about this thing. So it, you know, I wake up uh, every night at like pretty much the same time. Like there's somebody watching me, and this particular night, I woke up and I had the same feeling, and so I turned my radio on uh, to to calm myself, thinking, well, like if I, if I focus on this, I can I can go back to sleep mm-hmm. and ignore it and whatever so i turn the radio on and all i hear is static on the radio and so well that's never a good sign no well i thought maybe it was detuned or something so i start turning the dial and the whole entire band the fm band is all static i'm clicking the am fm switch like oh jesus (laughs) <laughs> What's going on? Is America yeah. under attack? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The whole the radio it's nothing but static. Jeez. And I pick it up and I'm shaking it and doing all this stuff. And as I'm doing it, um, I see this flash in my peripheral peripheral vision. Um, and I and I look up and the window on the other side of the room, out the window I can see this triangular thing in the sky. And there's there's a light in uh, each corner, and there's a light in the center, and it's strobing. What? And the strobing is so bright that it's like I could hear it. Um, 
and it's so slowly drifting away from the house oh my and it God. drifts and it goes behind the trees and then i see one more flash and it's gone and and i just i i, I was awestruck and scared at the You're same time so just, right? yeah oh totally and I, and i just sat there thinking like what is going on and i i actually sat there until the sun came up and and went and talked to my dad about it he went downstairs and my dad was up and making coffee and stuff and he's like oh you were just yeah you just, it was a bad dream and i was like no no i've been awake since then i saw it this is a real thing oh so <laughs> yeah. that is and, insane uh, and I, I it prompted me to go to the library and uh you know pick up every book on ufo sightings right. and abductions and all that stuff and I read them all, and it, you know, it was enlightening. But the interesting thing is, nothing like that has happened since. So, 1996 to 2019, Jeez. nothing like it has happened since. My mom's brother actually had a similar thing where he was in a house and he was by himself, kind of similar to your story. He was in his bedroom and he saw one, and he he swears to it to this day, like 40, 50 years later. Wow! It just stuck with him. It just stuck with him. Kind of like what you said, you didn't go to bed that night. I mean, I don't even know how you would go to sleep after something like that. Oh, <laughs> it was really from hard. another world. Yeah, and and you know, I had these weird experiences leading up to it. Like, just as a uh, as an example of one of the things that that happened to me, um, I went down into the basement and at, at the house I was living at, and there were, there was a fluorescent tube sitting in this stairwell and I grabbed it to move it out of the way. And as soon as I put my hand around it, all of a sudden I had this like flashback, I guess, what? to this room that had these illuminated tubes. I, I, I've tried to draw it, but I, I could never actually quite do it. Um, and, you know, I had these kind of flashbacks to uh, fantastical machines and, and things like that. And, geometry and mathematics and i i i'm a i'm a total idiot Sheesh. so i i don't know anything about that and suddenly those things started to make sense so yeah I, is, I guess... i've never heard anything like that in my life <laughs> that is insane and terrifying but also kind of cool yeah <laughs> yeah that that about sums it up yeah, yeah it's basically uh how it is um okay well i don't want to keep you guys for too long so we can uh wrap it up here but i want to have you guys back on because you guys have awesome kick-ass stories <laughs> but tell us tell us where we can find your stuff what, what projects you have going on uh, if you have a twitter shout out the twitter kind of a little spiel yeah. go ahead casey um yeah the twitter account is uh uh microscopy i believe at casing like we only have a, a few followers on there um uh, we also have uh, uh facebook as well you can find us there and um we are on patreon.com where we uh feature our music if if you become a patron at like two dollars and fifty cents a month which you know since we we churn out at least one song a week that mm. ends up being like less than you would pay for four songs a month and in, in, in uh eye store or right. whatever so it's a pretty good deal i think and uh that's that's patreon.com slash ksm vidcast and your um, youtube channel is is it the same name 
as a uh, we well we we have to hit 100 subscribers before we can get a custom URL. So our URL right now is like pqx. Oh okay. we can we can know. link we'll link all of this in the <laughs> description for everyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, just, just yeah, Go search ahead. for kitchen sink microscopy. That's that's it. Go to okay. YouTube, type that in, and and that's all you need to do. Perfect. Yeah, and I hope you guys come on again in the future because especially when Jacob's here, he's gonna love to hear these stories. <laughs> so, oh yeah, we will. So oh, we yeah. will we will schedule that. But I wanted to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, thank you everyone for listening, and please go check these guys out. Uh, they have amazing coverage on every topic right now, and they they do it all. So yes, thank you again, guys. Yeah, thank it's you. been great. All right, we will see you guys on the next episode of the Cosmic Closet Podcast. Share it. And follow us, and we will see you then. Thank you for listening.